We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All Hit Radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. That's 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.exxoneradiotv.com and xzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Bruce Campbell Adamson, and uh, he's a genealogist and historian and has traveled throughout the country gathering photos and material for his books. In 1991 to 1992, he began researching the JFK assassination and became certain that Oswald was indeed not a lone gun, lone assassin. In fact, he believes that Oswald had nothing to do with the um, with the actual assassination, since there was no GSR found on Ros- Oswald's hands. Joining me now from someplace in the state of Nevada is Bruce. Uh, I'm sorry, is Bruce Campbell Adamson? And Bruce, welcome to the X Zone. Well, thank you for having me on, Rob. It's great. It was uh, no nitrates on the face. No nitrates on the face. Now, yes, if he was looking down the scope trying mm-hmm. to kill Kennedy, he would have been looking down the scope, and he had a clear shot before uh, Kennedy made a, a turn down Dealey Plaza. So he would have hit him in the in the from the front when he had a clear shot. Okay, where did your where did your uh, interest with the Kennedy assassination uh, stem from? Well. Since 1992, I've been working uh, off and on with the West Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. They gave me all of uh, Oswald's best friend's papers when he mm-hmm. committed suicide. That's George D. Mornshield, who is tied to all these people that are rich and famous. And in there, I got a hold of his personal phone book, and I started. I spent two years and $20,000 researching as a genealogist, everybody in the phone book. And I found George Bush Sr. in there, Jackie Kennedy's wow. mother in there, 
and I pinpointed the date of the phone book as 54, 53. Uh, and there are a lot of CIA agents in there, and George DeMornschild was a CIA agent. And so, you know, since 1992-93, I've been keeping the West Palm Beach Sheriff's Office informed of all of my discoveries because they had ruled it a suicide when he committed suicide. So tell but me... They didn't, know, they didn't know he was a CIA agent at the time. So tell me, was Lee Harvey Oswald part of the conspiracy to assassinate President John F. Kennedy? Well, I would say that he was not because of the nitrates on his on his uh, face. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that he, as other people have uh, suggested, that he might have been partaking in a plot into scaring the president into using Secret Service. And that would explain why he's... Then he realizes he's... Uh, set up as a patsy and and that's what DeMornshield said for six months before he put a shotgun in his mouth and pulled the trigger this best friend of his a CIA agent but if but wasn't Kennedy using the Secret Service already so why would he why no, would there... not on the not on the railing of his uh, limousine LBJ was and I have LBJ meeting with George DeMornshield Oswald's best friend seven months before the assassination well who was pre- who was protecting the president then if it wasn't the Secret Service Oh, they were protecting, but they weren't doing as good of a job as they should have been doing. Kennedy did not want him on the on the railings of the limo, whereas LBJ is well protected with him in the car following. All right, I'm having a bit of a problem understanding here that there was a plot to what increase the use of the CI of, of the Secret Service. Yes, there. Well, Oswald. If he was, if he even shot the rifle, he would have um, not been aiming at Kennedy. He was somebody shot the curb 500 feet north of the motorcade, mm-hmm. where there was nobody standing, so there would nobody would have gotten hurt. So th- that's irrelevant when you look at the. Uh, that's not an important issue when you look at all the other evidence that has been discovered. All right, let's talk more about the other evidence that's been discovered on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. Bruce uh, Bruce, Adam, Bruce Campbell Adamson is our special guest. His website is www.ciajfk.com. We'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and Talkstar Radio. have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
Welcome back, everyone. Bruce Campbell Adamson is our special guest. His website is www.ciajfk.com. That's www.ciajfk.com. And, and Bruce, why was there this need to, to use a plot in order to get President Kennedy to use more Secret Service instead of just sitting down talking to him and saying, listen, Mr. President, you need more protection? Well, this is not my theory. That's not something that I specialize in. I specialize in Oswald's best friend. Now, you know, I focus in on his best mm-hmm. friend and his writing to Lyndon Johnson, his his best friend working with Abe Zapruder, who filmed the entire assassination, and they belong to the CIA's Dallas Council on World Affairs. Well, wasn't uh, the Zapruder film uh, debunked? Uh, the Zapruder film... Uh, they paid the Zapruder family $16 million in the 1990s under the Clinton administration for the original film, yet they remain with, uh, to keep the copyright. Hmm. Yet the Zapruders were friends with Oswald's best friends, and they shouldn't have been compensated. I'm a whistleblower for the federal government, and when you know these kind of things and intentionally compensate uh, the person that's working with the CIA, such as Abraham Sapruder, then you're actually breaking the law. How can we uh, how can we prove that Sapruder was actually working for the CIA, or is this just speculation? No, they both he knew Oswald's best friend George Demornschild. But that that's doesn't what, my but, fourteen books are on George Demornschild. All right, but that doesn't so, mean that Sapruder was actually working for the CIA. Is there any documentation to collaborate that fact? I ran an ad in the Dallas Morning News for two months looking for people mm-hmm. who worked at, uh, Mrs. De worked at the company called Nardis of Dallas. And I found four people, including a manager, that knew that Zapruder and Mrs. George De were friends ten years before the assassination. So uh, that is evidence and that's circumstantial evidence but do you have anything that is concrete that is on cia letterhead that you've been able to get through the freedom of information act that says that dallas, Sup- the dallas council dallas council on world affairs mm-hmm. is a cia organization they both were members of that organization but they weren't on the payroll well we don't know that so up until this time, it is still speculation that Zapruder was part of the CIA. Well, when you're filming and, uh, and you hear gunshots, isn't it natural to react for your own safety? And if you did know Oswald's best friend, wouldn't you make the disclosure or would you keep it quiet? If you have nothing to hide, you bring it out in the open. But you didn't ta- bring it out in the open. But you're talking about one of the greatest uh, greatest conspiracy theories of all time, who killed JFK, you know. Well, that's why Leon Panetta supported my research in 92-93. And now he's CIA director. And mm-hmm. when he supported the research in 92-93, I was implicating George Bush Sr.'s, whose mentor, Neil Mallon, founded the Dallas Council on World Affairs for the CIA. All right, so... Tell us a little bit more about this best friend of Oswald's who was in the CIA and how you made all these dots come together. Well, he gave more testimony. Uh, he gave 240 pages of testimony to the Warren Commission, and that's part of the 24-volume set. George DeBornschild, uh, for six months, said that Oswald was set up before he 
put a shotgun in his mouth in Palm Beach and blew his brains out. But before, uh, before that, he was saying Oswald was set up. And the Palm Beach sheriffs did not know in uh, 1977 that he was a CIA agent. Well, I, as a genealogist, I started digging. I found out his father-in-law from his second marriage was in charge of more than 250 CIA agents mm-hmm. uh, 10 years before Kennedy's death in the coup of Guatemala. And that's evidence that proves that he's part of the CIA. For if, if it was known, they, would, they should have brought it out in the open. And also I have a letter from Alan Dulles, who was a Warren commissioner, to DeMornschild's brother, Dmitry von Warnschild, who was a professor at Dartmouth University. And that's 10 years before the assassination. So 10 years before the assassination, Oswald's best friend is in charge of, his father-in-law is in charge of 250 CIA agents in the coup of Guatemala. And also, George Bush Sr. has written me a letter that he was friends with Oswald's best friend since 1942. And that was dated 1993, the letter. And it's posted on my website. All right, but where's your proof that it was actually a CIA hit? Well, they should have made disclosure. You don't put the head of the CIA in charge of the Warren Commission. You've got to make disclosure. We, it's, it's like the wolves guarding the hen house. But so what and, you're... So, so if well, that, I found this letter, and the CIA destroyed the letter from Alan Dulles to Dmitry von Mornschild. I found it at a library, and I, was, I published it back in 96. All right, so let me see if I understand this correctly. Lee Harvey Oswald is set up by his best friend who is in the CIA uh, to, to be part of a plot to increase the security of the Secret Service that's on not, President Kennedy. No, the, the, when you went into the Secret Service, that's somebody else's theory. I, that has nothing to do with me. All right, so, I just mentioned... Uh, okay, so... I, all right, so... That's not me. All right, so according to your research, then... Yes. What was Lee Harvey Oswald doing in the book depository in Dallas, Texas, the day that President John F. Kennedy was assassinated? Well, DeMornschild's friends found him a job there two weeks before. Mm-hmm. And that's Ruth and Michael Payne, Ruth Hyde Payne. Her mother-in-law, Ruth Ford's Payne, was friends with Alan Dulles. All right, so once again, I'm going to ask the same question. Ruth, Ruth Forbes Payne is a cousin to, to uh, James Forbes Carey. What did Oswald, at the time the president was assassinated, have in his possession the rifle that the Dallas Police Department found and claimed that was used to assassinate President Kennedy? Well, he didn't have that in his possession. That was found on the seventh floor. But that is the rifle that the Dallas police say that was used to assassinate President Kennedy, right? That's what the FBI said. So the Dallas police said nothing about it? The FBI brought the, the... the rifle back with his fingerprints after he was dead, shot and killed. All right, but when the initial arrest was made, I, I uh, we've got photos uh, from the Internet as well as our, our reference library here that show a Dallas police officer holding the weapon that was used to assassinate, or they claim that was used to assassinate, President Kennedy at a press conference. 
Right. Okay. So the initial jurisdiction went to Dallas Police, and then Dallas handed it over to the FBI, or did the FBI hand it over to the Secret Service? What was they the took, chain of command? FBI took, they took, uh, took control of the investigation. It should have been the state of uh, Texas. Okay. So what part did the CIA have in this entire affair based on your research? Well, they, um, Oswald's best friend, George DeMarnshield, who was friends with George Bush Sr., and the, the publishers of Harry Potter just released a book on this relationship between George DeMarnshield and uh, George Bush Sr., that uh, is really incriminating, and the author uh, used much of my research in four chapters. So if the publishers of Harry Potter are publishing it in the book Family Secrets, then it must have a little bit of merit. Once again, let me ask you the question, because you're not answering my question. What was the role of the CIA, based on your research, in the assassination of President John F. Kennedy? Well, Kennedy had fired Alan Dulles over the Bay of Pigs invasion. So that was the reason why they killed the president? That's one of the motives. All right, a motive is a theory. Okay. Uh, what what else would there be? What is there, you know, because according to the history... Anybody that, ha having prior knowledge of an event that's going to happen can make a fortune off the New York stock market. California today is at $21 billion in debt, as you may know, or maybe you don't know in, since you're in uh, Canada. But if you were to go back in 1963, the day Kennedy was killed, mm -hmm. the stock market dropped $21 billion. That's a motive. Anybody having prior knowledge of the event can make a fortune and then the following day buy their, the same company for pennies on the dollar. But did that happen? Well, the... Mornshield's friend sold the second largest uh, security firm on uh, Wall Street, Kidder and Peabody, in July of '63. And Kennedy and was, was a, he, assassinated in uh, in November of '62. November of '63. '63. November 22 of '63. Right, right. But um, the the man that owned Kidder and Peabody happened to be friends with Oswald's best friend, but he's also the landlord of Jackie and JFK in Palm Beach. And that's C. Michael Paul. What about the rumors that Lee Harvey Oswald himself was a member of the CIA? Well, I think there are, uh, other people have really dove into that. I'm not, I'm not so much of an expert on that, but I recommend a gentleman, Philip, Dr. Philip, Millison's book, mm -hmm. Spy Saga. That's a real, that's like proves that Oswald was in the CIA. And uh, Oswald said he was just set up as a patsy, and that's what DeMornshill wrote a book called I'm a Patsy, I'm Just a Patsy. All right, stand by, Bruce. You and I have to take a commercial break with the news. Bruce Campbell Adamson is our special guest. www.ciajfk.com. That's www.ciajfk.com. Exonation, if you can dig into your pocket and help the people of Haiti, give to the Ameri give to the Red Cross. The American Red Cross website is www.redcross.org and the Canadian Red Cross, www.redcross.ca. I'll be back on the other side of the news with Bruce Campbell-Adamson as the Exxon continues 
right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network and the Talk Star Radio Network. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey you, yeah you, have you heard about HazelineGuns.com, the best firearms dealer in the D.C. area? Buying a firearm online from HazelineGuns.com is secure, easy, and cost-effective with no transfer fees and only a $25 state processing fee. Discounts available for active law enforcement, first responders, and military personnel at HazelineGuns.com, where every day is like Black Friday. What are you waiting for? Visit HazelineGuns.com today. That's H-A-Z-E-L-I-N-E-G-U-N-S.com. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Cease to Fields Organic Vineyards in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back to the X Zone, everyone. Bruce Campbell Adamson is our special guest, a very interesting uh, gentleman that we've had the pleasure of talking to in the past half hour. And uh, Bruce and I were talking off air during the news break, and uh, you were saying how frustrating it is for you, Bruce, uh, trying for the past eighteen years to to educate people. And and how do you deal with the frustration? Well, I've been intimidated um, quite a bit, you know, several times, and so what. Uh, what I did is I willed all of my research to the public domain when if I should die of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I figured maybe one day down the line somebody will grab the ball and run a lot better and faster than I can. So I, that's, uh, I have a life estate as, you know, in the product. I've sold over $100,000 in books since 96. Wow. And, you know, I've been doing radio shows since 92. And, you know, I keep law enforcement agencies and, you know, informed, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, when you try to profit off a terrible thing, it's not, a, um, it's not a pleasant thing. But if you can help correct the past, then history gets corrected, you know, and it's, you know, it's just hard to, people that, 
that don't never. It took me six months to learn how to pronounce George de Marshall's name, and it's people hear that and they don't want to know what this white Russian who he was or anything like that, and it's it's just a hard sell, you know. But a Bush senior wrote me a letter, you know, saying he knew him since '42, mm-hmm. and then he's tied to H. L. Hunt, you know. Uh, he dated Jackie Kennedy's mother in 1938, you know, tied to Abe Zapruder, Lyndon Johnson, Brown and Root, you know, George and Herman Brown. He knew everybody, Clint so, Murchison, and it's uh, this is Oswald's best friend. Wow. So, so tell me something, Bruce. Yes. Have you ever received any threats to your life? And can you tie or do you, can you think of who would want to threaten you to, to hush up? Um, yeah, I've had uh, some threats. Uh, and uh, 9-11 at 9.30 in the morning, I lived above a Mexican restaurant in Aptos, California. And I had a guy come to my my door, banging on the door to let him in to lay carpet. He had a barbed wire tattoo, and I didn't let him in. And uh, the, uh, the carpet was brand new in the apartment, and nobody – it was a storage room apartment. Mm-hmm. It was a – a bootlegged unit nobody knew anybody lived there and he happened to come there at 9 30 in the morning so if i had turned up missing at that time what happened in new york at 9 11 at 9 30 in the morning actually it was it would have been 12 30 our time nobody would have missed me because of what happened in new york city which is okay you know i don't i don't think that i'm better but then a year later i had a black helicopter flying over my apartment and I ended up with a three inch bump on my head and I had to go into emergency and the U.S. Army was was doing war games in 1992, uh, 2002 on the Aptos Beach and it was published in the Santa Cruz Sentinel. How did you get so, a bump on your head? I don't know. I uh, these uh, The military has a lot of weapons that they can use uh, they can knock crowds down. I don't know if you've seen this, but they've got these, these. Uh, they can knock crowds from a, down on their off their feet from a half mile away. Hmm. But so, and then a few other times. But I won't go into all the details. Who was Jack Ruby, and what was Jack Ruby's role? Was he a member of the CIA, or was he just a civilian who got caught up into the into the? Well, I have a I have a letter on eBay uh, from Jack Ruby that I'm that I'm selling, and uh, he was uh, Russian-Jewish, as was de Mornschild. De Mornschild was of also German uh, nobility, mm-hmm. uh, or Swiss nobility, but uh, Jack Ruby and de Mornschild were born the same year, 1911, and they had the same friends. One guy was George Bowie. George Bowie uh, was taking Oswald out for job interviews and lived right across the street from Jack Ruby. And then right after the assassination, George Bowie moved, and he was a white Russian. Uh, so there's a lot of associations. Like, who's ever heard of George Bowie? You know, they've heard mm-hmm. of Jack Ruby. But uh, that's the frustration, is trying to educate people. You know, it, it takes time, you know, and it's, you know, I'm only human. I can't, you know, I can't put 18 years of my life in an hour at a time. I can just kind of give you the gist of it. Sure. Tell, tell me, um, what, in your opinion, based on your research, is the most compelling evidence that you have come across over all the years that you've been doing your research that that you believe to be a smoking gun and 
should re and, and should be used to reopen the investigation into the assassination of the late president? Well, that's a good question. There are two pieces of evidence. Uh, there's the Alan Dulles letter that was dated 1953 to George DeMorgel's brother, three days after Alan Dulles took over as CIA director. He was deputy CIA director before. And I sued the CIA to try to get that letter. They don't have it. They destroyed that letter. Uh, the next is the two letters between Lyndon Johnson and Oswald's best friend, George DeMornchild, in April 17th and 18th of 1963, a week after the Walker shooting. I don't know if, if you remember that no, Oswald was par partially convicted of shooting, uh, of killing Kennedy because he took a pot shot at Major General Edwin Walker of Dallas. But Lyndon Johnson is writing and meeting Oswald's best friend two, a week and two weeks after the uh, assassination. What would you I mean, like? Um, the shooting of uh, Walker. I'm sorry. What would you like to see happen? Now, uh, with the evidence that you've acquired, you, you obviously have connected all the dots with the CIA. Is there a connection because of the white Russian connection that the KGB may have been involved in this as well? Well, I, I think um, the white Russians, it's, it's kind of like what's going on today. The white Russians, how do you tell a white Russian from a red one? The, the, white one, uh, the red ones were expert at acting as white Russians. And today, how do you tell a terrorist from a non-terrorist? You don't know until after the deed is done. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a hard thing to do. You can't really prove it. So uh, uh, I, just, I just think that people need to be educated. And I'm not suggesting overthrow of it any, you know, retaliation of anybody or anything. I'm just trying to get to the truth. And I guess the best thing would be to, if Oswald was innocent, to clear his name. That's, and if, he's, if he was a part of it, then fine. You know, I keep an open mind. But the investigating that you're doing, the research you are doing, is it to clear Oswald's name or is it for some other purpose? If he was innocent, it would be to, to clear his name. And I've already done, completed my research. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I completed it a long time ago. You know, I've been selling my books since 96. You know, but I've been doing it as my own publisher. I'm the historian, the author, publisher, and I produced a video that was shown in Brooklyn uh, two weeks ago on public access TV. So I produced a video doing, tying the September 11th, Princess Diana and the JFK thing all together before Michael Moore ever did his video. But it, I don't implicate uh, bin Laden. Who do you think is re was responsible for the 9-11 attack? Well, I, I, don't, I don't make a judgment on that. I just found something out. I found out that Mohammed al-Fayed, the father of Dodi Fayed, mm -hmm. was friends with the father of the lead hijacker, El Amir Atta. And Fayed lost a lawsuit against the Pentagon and the CIA because they had 1,100 pages on Princess Diana that nobody knows what's in those pages today. He lost that lawsuit two weeks before September 11th, 2001. And Mohammed Al-Fayed has a brother-in-law who is CIA, and that's Anand Khashoggi. Anand Khashoggi was in charge of the Iran-Contra missile deal. 
and he was also in business with George Bush Sr. But those are just facts. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that constitutes a theory or anything. 1-800-610-7035 worldwide, toll free. 1-800-610-7035. Bruce Campbell Adams sends our special guest Exxon Nation, www.ciajfk.com. That's www.ciajfk.com. Is there any is there any possibility that the alleged, uh, the, I should say that the suicide of uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's best friend who was in the CIA was actually um, uh, an orchestrated hit to look like a suicide? Well, that's a good question. Uh, when he received his nine shot treatments to mm-hmm. Marshall in the same hospital Oswald and JFK died, uh, his friend, he was corresponding with his friend, CIA director, George Herbert Walker Bush. And uh, they uh, were corresponding, and I sued the CIA, and the letters uh, were destroyed, but then they were added to the presidential library. So if somebody was to make somebody to commit suicide by giving them nine shock treatments, mm-hmm. then his suicide isn't really a suicide. It would be a murder if those shock treatments were CIA-sponsored, which they've people have won cases in Canada uh, where they use shock treatments. Yeah, yeah they, they were done at the Allen Memorial Institute under Dr. Ewan Cameron, which was, a, uh, which was that, an operation that was paid by the uh, CIA. That's right. Yeah. So... Um, you know that's the scary part of it. You know it's it's a tough sell and it's a it's a hard thing to prove. You know everything is hard to prove, but um, you know. Tell me, tell me something. The best. Tell me something. You're a very dedicated researcher and a genealogist, and my hat goes off to you. But here, here's a question that maybe you can help me understand. How can the CIA? operate within the U.S. when it's supposed to have a mandate to only operate outside of the U.S.? How does it get away with this? That's that's a good question, too. They, they used to be only outside the U.S., and now, under Bush Jr., they, uh, they can orchestrate in the U.S., and they control much of the propaganda media, just as they did in World War II under Nelson Rockefeller, who was a friend of DeMornschild. Nelson Rockefeller used to run a propaganda film organization for the Spanish countries to keep South America and Mexico from going communist, just like they didn't want Castro to go communist, Mm -hmm. uh, but he did. And they didn't want Trujillo, President Trujillo, uh, and Papadoc Duvalier. They built that that, uh, only airport under the Kennedy administration in Haiti, under President Kennedy's administration, in exchange for Papa Doc, Doc collaborating with the U.S. government. And uh, DeMornschild stayed with Papa Doc at the time of the JFK's assassination. What was accomplished? What was accomplished by the assassination of President Kennedy? I know, I know that Lyndon Baines Johnson got in and. And, you know, that goes into the war machine in Vietnam because President Kennedy was against the war in Vietnam. So so was this all about the great industrialists getting back into power? And was the finger pointed at the mob for the wrong reason? 
Or was the mob just an escape goat as, as uh, Oswald was? I think was? the mob was an escape goat, and I believe that the uh, oil, Texas oil men uh, did not have their oil depletion allowance uh, removed or reduced. Mm. So that was accomplished, because Lyndon Johnson, as Bush Sr., were watchdogs for the Texas oil men. So th- that's what I believe there. And the CIA and the oil men walk hand in hand. The, you know, the, the CIA makes sh- that's they're a very important um, partner in the oil industry. What has been to this point within your research into the Kennedy assassination the most startling fact you've come across? That the dress that Jackie Kennedy was wearing, the pink Chanel suit, mm-hmm. was purchased from DeMornshill's Aunt by Marriage clothing store, and that Ole Cassini, Jackie's dress designer, and his brother Igor were friends with Lee Harvey Oswald's best friend, George DeMornshill, and they were all white Russians. It seems to be a very small circle. Yes. And then uh, Oleg's first wife introduced actress Jean Tierney introduced George Bush into politics in 1962 in Houston. She remarried Houston oil man Howard Lee. Bruce, stand by. We've got to take our final break. Bruce Campbell Adamson's our special guest this hour. Very interesting gentleman. Visit his website www.ciajfk.com. www.ciajfk. Bruce and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break in a couple of minutes. And once again, Exxon Nation, if you can make a donation to Haiti, www.redcross.org. That's in the States, www.redcross.ca here in Canada. And if you can't make a donation, please say a prayer. Prayers are always welcome, no matter where it is on this planet of ours, as long as people need help. They'll always need prayers. I'll be back on the other side as we continue right here in the X-Zone. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Bruce Campbell Adamson is my special guest. www.ciajfk.com. That's www.ciajfk.com. And uh, during the commercial break, you and I were discussing Haiti, and you came up with a wonderful idea. Share it with the listeners, will you, Bruce? Well, I have uh, 15 items that, on the JFK assassination. And what I could do is I could, my um, eBay uh, user ID is the same as my website, ciajfk.com. I wouldn't uh, bid now, but give me a few hours and I'll put up a whole variety of my products, you know, just a few letters if you're interested, and I'll donate, uh, say, uh, a percentage to the uh, Red Cross or whatever. They use a mission fish on ebay they have all these charity uh, Mm -hmm. organizations and i will for each item i post on the jfk assassination uh, including the jack ruby letter which i have up there wow i'll i'll donate say uh, 15 percent of uh, the sale to that's fantastic uh, to uh, the, the victims of haiti that's the best I could do, you know. I mean, that's. Um, hey, you're I, part well, of you're part of a solution, not part of a problem. And my hat is off to you. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not the guy that wants to upset the apple cart. I'm just yeah. trying to, uh, to you know, be a messenger and, and do it gracefully. And you know, I, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a hard it's a hard thing to digest for you know, for me. I've been doing it for so long, but for a lot of people that have so much faith and belief in our system and country you know i don't want to upset them quickly we've got about a minute and a half left uh, bruce uh, first of all thanks very much for joining us it's been a great pleasure talking to you i'd love to have you back on again in the future uh but uh, once again off air you and i were talking to about uh a lady that both you and the governor of california had uh, proposed to yes um I did her family. Her name is Sarah Lee Shippen, and uh, she is related to Mrs. Benedict Arnold, Peggy Shippen of uh, Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. And I proposed to her in the early 80s and or late 70s, and before Arnold married Marie Shriver, he mm-hmm. also had proposed to her. And I found out this from Sarah's mother in about 2003. So... Uh, it's it's a small world. It she sure turned is. us both down. I wrote books on the JFK assassination. Arnold married Kennedy, and we're both from Santa Monica, California. That was kind of a neat story. Once again, let our listeners know how they can find out more about you and where they can buy your books. Okay, they can uh, ciajfk.com, or if you want me to get the P.O. box, Sure. Or they could go on eBay, CIAJFK.com, just as the same as a web. Or my uh, phone number is 831-465-9272. Or people that, I'm a former postal employee, so if you want to send a stamped envelope, I'll send you a couple articles at P.O. Box 1003, and that's Aptos, A-P-T-O-S, California, 95001. Bruce Campbell Adamson, it's been a great pleasure talking to you. Um, well, thank you, Rob, for having me. I sure appreciate it. It's been a great thank pleasure. Thank you, producer. I shall. You take care of yourself. And once again, Bruce Campbell Adamson, his website, Exonation, www.ciajfk.com. And he's going to be putting a bunch of stuff on eBay with 15% of the sale of the items going towards uh, Haiti. His uh, eBay address is CIAJFK. 
Com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Joseph Farrell as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network and Talkstar Radio. Don't go away. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying... Thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 